Mission podcast is all about sharing stories, tips, and new ways of thinking about being a working parent. Especially designed for dual working families, though everyone is welcome, we're living in this do-it-all world, and on the podcast, we're looking to spark dialogue and inspire each other to find new ways to buck the norm and find a more sustainable way to parent, work, and thrive. I'm excited to share episode four with you all, featuring my friends Chris and Allison, two working parents who have created a new definition for ambition that works for their family dynamic. They share how they take advantage of remote work, their version of dividing and conquering, and how they supported each other in finding value and working differently than they did before kids. Enjoy the conversation. Um, so I'll ask like two kind of final questions. One is for each of you, if you had to say what ambition looks like in the future, does it stay as you've defined it now? Or does it, do you think it looks different as the kids grow through different phases? It's a good question. I, I think for me, it always has to evolve. And I, I do think I'm kind of hanging on to the fact that like right now they're young, I won't get this time back. And so it's feeling like the right decision for me to be with them. Mm-hmm. But I won't tell you that like in the back of my head, I'm, I am waiting for kindergarten. You know what I mean? <laughs> like I'm waiting and not to say that I'm to work. Cause it's like, once you get into it, it's a whole thing, mm-hmm. but I'm, it's interesting because I feel like there's going to be more things that pop up as they go through school, all this other stuff that I just don't even know. Like mm-hmm. I'm not even mm-hmm. prepared for because I'm just not there yet. Mm-hmm. But in my mind, my ambition just is going to have to evolve. Like right now I've put it like the way I said it before, like I put it on pause, mm-hmm. happy, like kind of with where I am at the moment, but I am, there is a piece of me that's like wanting more is wanting to see more things happen. And I'd love to reframe it into something new and different and something else I can get like super excited about, mm-hmm. but it does feel like I can't really like dive fully into that until I know the kids are like kind of fully somewhere else for a big chunk of hours. Right. Um, and I'm sure once I get to that point, I probably will have a, like a completely different answer. But in my moment today, because I can only see a couple of years ahead, like I feel like my ambition is totally going to evolve and change. Um, and we'll just see what it is because I'm sure I'll have a different answer then. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Well, I'll be calling you in five years when Ivy's five and we'll yeah, we'll see what your answer is. Let's reconnect then. Yes. <laughs> well, yeah, and you even have a different perspective because your children are a little older, right? So I think I think evolving mm-hmm. is probably the right word you said because everything does change. I think ambition is an interesting word in that in certain contexts, I think it can be like a it's like a trigger word. It's a little dangerous because it's talking about really mm-hmm. defining ambition is talking about like how I guess how you take it, but it feels like work. It feels like career. It feels yeah. like the rat race. These uh-huh. are the, these are the stories, like you said, we've been told this is, this is the reality we live in. But I think we've, we've created a kind of a family ambition that we're, I think, happy with at the moment. And mm-hmm. that does come at the cost of the 529 college fund, but that's okay. <laughs> there'll be, there'll yeah. be time to figure that out as well. Um, mm-hmm. So yeah, no, I think I wouldn't change. Mm-hmm. We talk about this kind of all the time, but I wouldn't change anything at the moment um to be able to do what we do and then we just know like you know it's it is a moment in time uh, i don't think we're having any more 
kiddos. <laughs> so we got a few more years, and then yeah, then we'll get back into get back into yeah. the savings. <laughs> right. Yes. I know the <laughs> sacrifice. That sacrifice part is hard because we had to do that too, and it's it's like a trade off every month. Which which thing am I giving up this month? Um, and yeah. and or then it's Allison, I don't know mm-hmm. if you feel this way, but like, it's also really hard for me to say no to projects because it's like this dangling carrot that I'm, I'm like, well, wait a minute. That's just, oh. that could pay for, yeah, you yeah. know, this summer camp or that could pay for this other thing. And you start, I start to like want that opportunity <laughs> too. And so it is, yeah, it's always a balance. I would also say, um, our kids are a little bit older, so seven and, um, almost five and, it does like, it's just, they're different seasons. And so Allison, you were sort of saying it, there's just a different level of need that they have as they get older. And so it, it's not that the need goes away or it's just, it's different. And then the other thing I'm excited to see, and I don't yet know, cause it's like down the road a little bit is when do their own sense, when does their own sense of ambition or desire start to enter into the family dynamic because right now it it seems sort of easy for Scott and I to be the ones who have goals or have you know things that we need to balance and understand but pretty soon they're going to have their own goals and like their own sense of ambition and the things that they want and I like I can't wait for that and I'm also like yeah. holy cow I can't fit more ambition in here like I don't how are we gonna how are we gonna figure all four of us out um and you five good luck <laughs> Well, that's a good, that's a good question. I'm, I'm curious from your perspective, like, are you going to change or I guess impart on them a different version of maybe what ambition is than we were given, which is, you know, a tough shift to think about. I don't, I, you know, we're, we're still in the, like, I never in a million years really growing up thought like, oh yeah, I'll, I'll work and I'll still be home all the time. And we're kind of living that thing, but like my mom did it. And like, mm-hmm. then we're now we're working all the time mm-hmm. uh, and you're home with the kids. So it's kind of like, oh, same, all right. So a little bit of repetitiveness from our, even you said about your mom, like repetitiveness yeah, from the future it. generation. Yeah, I think some of it you see, and I think that is even mm-hmm. such an interesting one because I've been sitting here being like, I'm so happy with my decision, but now, especially raising mm-hmm. like two girls. And I, I don't know that I had mm-hmm. as much of the perspective that I have in this moment. I want them to feel the equality that they, you know, deserve. And I want them to have that drive and that ambition. Mm. I don't want them to see or to Mm. feel that like for me being at home that I wasn't doing these other things. And so I think that's like a really interesting Mm. balance to bring in as they get older. Cause I, I was only used to the either like your parent kind of stayed home or your parent worked full time. Like there was really no in between. And I think now we're at a where you can create like an in-between which Mm -hmm. I don't think is hard like I think an in-between is very hard to manage I sometimes think the black and white is better but I think it'll just be like interesting to say like how do you partake this and Mm -hmm. what am I role modeling too because as much as Mm -hmm. I'm very happy in my place right now I also don't want to kind of say that this is the the norm or like what they should like strive for if they want something else you know what I mean and even ambition I love the word, but now that you were talking about it, Chris, like right. we never talked about like ambition, like as like an idea, like even growing up. And I actually like the idea of driving that more into like, what are your goals? What are your things you're interested in? Cause like my parents are very mm-hmm. supportive, but like that was never like a key driver. And you should mm-hmm. think about like what you want to foster. Like that, that just wasn't how I think how it was potentially, or it just wasn't how it was in my family. So even that 
trying to really build them up and finding their ambition and like striving for it and like Mm -hmm. what does it look like for them and nurturing it I think is really important and like that's Mm -hmm. kind of so what you were saying like when you have more kids like you know the kids and like they have their own thing Mm -hmm. like what does that look like then how does that change your dynamic Mm -hmm. that'll be really interesting to see what happens yeah and fun like I I think when I think about like, am I going to try to, or are Scott and I trying to help them have a different, you know, start off with a different definition? And I would say the answer is absolutely yes. Um, I don't think Mm -hmm. we necessarily know what that is though. I think for us and Allison kind of, as you were saying, like the, and Chris, you said this too, like the word ambition is a bit of a trigger because it does automatically associate with work. And the thing we keep talking about is, how do we foster their passion? How do we help them find the things that they love? And then they can turn that into a form of success or turn that into something for themselves. And that's what I yeah. want to foster yeah. for them more. And and what I hope we're modeling by doing things differently and showing them that it doesn't, it there isn't only one way to do it. So, you know, same idea of this podcast, just because it's the way Scott and I are doing it doesn't mean that works for everyone else. And it also doesn't mean it would work for the kids when they, you know, grow up and have their own lives. So it's, you know, just, I don't know. I feel like I want to help them just have an open book. And then the, I want them to have the tools and the confidence to be able to write what they want, like create their own chapters mm-hmm. in that book to, to whatever that future, you know, leads for them. And then, and then the other thing, I, I don't remember exactly what the two of you said, but you, um, this idea of like, we're kind of doing it the same way our parents might have, like, you know, one of us is spending a little bit more time at home, the the other one's working a little more. I also though feel like even in the way that, that both parents in every family dynamic, like both parents are present in different ways. And I think that's the thing that matters for the kids. It's less about whether they were present working or present traveling or present doing something else like the fact that we're both in the kids lives is what matters and they'll have to then figure out what the dynamic is for their future um I just feel good about showing them all these different ways that it's possible and then in the like dynamic of a mom and a dad showing them that anybody could do anything like you know like dad does bedtime or you know mom does I don't know, changes the light bulb, whatever the thing is. Like, I just like showing them that everybody can do something different. That's awesome. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Well said. Oh, thanks. This is fun. We should, I wish we had like hours to go, (laughs) but at some point I should let you go to bed. Um, Can I ask one? Okay. So my last question is, do you have funny stories? Like any, we're trying to collect these kind of fun stories from people we're interviewing to hear a little bit more about, you know, the fun parts of being parents and working parents, any funny stories? Uh, so we put a little thought into this. I've, I've got one, it's got, it's kind of random. Um, and it's a little bit of connection of work from home, parenting, uh, and on all that. So I was on a, I was on a client call last week, and this is actually something that was happened because you know lending a hand. So <laughs> uh, we were dropping off back at school. I was in the car on a conference call, listening in um, with clients and everyone, and then Ivy was in the back seat. I was on mute. It was okay to be on mute, but she started kind of like crying in the background, and I was like, "Oh boy, oh boy." <laughs> 
because you know I, and then at the same time on the conference call i was listening in on there was a baby crying <laughs> and i was like oh boy this i can't believe it it says i'm on mute but i'm not on mute this is crazy oh. so I, I texted a couple of my my coworkers who are on i'm like can you hear me can you hear ivy like is this me i'm gonna ha- i'm gonna hang up and they're like no it's not you it's one of the clients <laughs> babies going nuts <laughs> So it was just it was just a funny random like mm-hmm. perfect everything coming together at the right time where I was freaking out and you know like yeah again we've been doing this for like this remote thing for a while so I was just I was a little nervous for myself right. <laughs> um, but it's also like it, it is what it is and like I think I think people are really good like I'll be able to come on a call with me every once in a while if I have to I think people are really good and our industry is not like mm-hmm. you know super rough mm-hmm. and even if I had to bring a baby on a client call to me I think they love it for a minute and then we move on right. so like yeah it's just funny. yeah it is <laughs> oh I love that like people the people it's also a personality I'd be like oh my gosh I could never have a child on this phone yeah call. no we're we're different and like back to one of the original the original questions in the in the setup was like our our version of ambition like when I met Allison she was like Mrs. Ambition <laughs> like she was into work working all the time, working past, you know, go have dinner and then work some more. And I was like, I am who I am. I'm like a little more casual. I'm like, I know we can, it's all good. Like, it's just all yeah, good. Yeah. I was like, what is your deal? So like, we didn't, <laughs> we didn't hit it off. We didn't hit it off. <laughs> do, you, do you even work? And then, and then as, as our life, you know, grew together and changed. And like, so like when we talk about changing ambition, mm-hmm. like Allison's ambition really changed to the family ambition. And then mine by default had to, mm-hmm go to the career ambition. And that's kind of what I dug into. And, um, and that's just worked out uh, well and um, in my career. So it's just, it's just kind of funny. Like I haven't really <laughs> changed, uh, but I knew I had to get a little more ambitious. If we we're going to make this work. Well, right. <laughs> you had to be a little buttoned up. So yeah, you don't want Ivy calling on <laughs> calls. It's, you know, I, yeah. <laughs> I'm going to have to ask Scott that question because I kind of get the sense that he he's going through the same thing, Chris, like he, like now, and almost like it opened a different way of thinking about ambition for him, I think, um, because I wasn't going to be working as much. So that's like really interesting. I haven't thought about that. That's cool. Allison, for you. Well, yeah, the pressure, I mean, yeah, the pressure goes both ways too, right? So there, there are couples. I mean, for example, where the woman is working mm-hmm. and is the breadwinner, and then the guy stays home. Like that, that happens in in reality as well. So, like for me, yeah, nothing changed too much in terms of how I approached work. I really, I really enjoy work and the people I work with. But yes, then all of a sudden, yes, there's that extra layer of like, all right, well, I can't screw this up either. And we have to make X to be able for me to stay home and hang out with the kids and, and do what we want to do and, and model all that. Mm-hmm. So, um, so yeah, it just gets more serious when you have kids, like, yes. like you, you just have to get more serious, which is just, Well, know, I think we bummer. were lucky. We were pretty much on a very like even playing field. Mm-hmm. So it, it wasn't like, Oh my gosh, like I'm the super red winner and I want to do this. Mm-hmm. Like we were kind of like, and you, you could go either mm-hmm. way. You yeah. can stay home. I can stay home. Or like, you know, like someone has to give something up. And luckily we both were kind of in the even spot that it was like, it could be either one of us. Mm-hmm. So I was able to kind of fulfill the thing that I wanted and you were totally down with it. Um, but we didn't have, we were fortunate that way and that we didn't have like a huge, you know, it wasn't like a, someone has to do something they don't mm-hmm. want to do because they need mm-hmm. to. 
and we need you. Right. Together. Right. Yeah. Well, yeah, and I can only I can only imagine what our children would be like today if I was the one who stayed home with them <laughs> and you were working. Like militant. <laughs> It was it was not the, the nurturing that they need is not is not twenty Chris. They don't need to be in time out. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. Oh, that's so great. Yeah. Thank you yeah. for bringing that in, Chris. I forgot about that question. That's great. Well, this is so fun. I loved this. Thank you very that's much. Good. Is there any anything else on your minds that you wanted to be sure you We're really excited for Monthly myth busting with Mari and Mom. <laughs> oh, that's a good one. Yeah. Monthly myth busting yeah. with Mari and Mom. That's almost like a tongue twister, but thank you. That's awesome. It's a tongue twister. <laughs> it's a tongue twister. Now that was a great episode. Um, you did with your yeah, mom. You, I mean, she sounds oh, like just so um experienced in the whole thing, and so mm-hmm. um, there's great, great advice, great episode. Mm-hmm. Honestly, listening to her. Oh, thank you. That's great, Jen. We'll tell Mom that she'll be. Oh, she was, she yeah, was she awesome. Really, yeah. Tell us what myths you want us to bust. I know. I love the myths. I'm, I'm trying to remember. I'm trying to remember. I think she had one. Mm-hmm. You're probably recording. It's coming to an end. But she had one about like the whether or not you could have it all. I thought it was really interesting because she was like, you know, I told you you could, mm-hmm. <laughs> and like you tell your kids, yeah, you can do it all. Mm-hmm. But the reality is, you can't do it all well mm-hmm. unless you change or reimagine kind of your version, I guess, of ambition. Yeah. Well, and there was a part in our conversation where we were talking about like, you know, the stories we've been told or, you know, redefining ambition for our kids. And it had me thinking like in my, in my experience, I'm the only working mom in both sides of our family. Scott's mom worked for a little while when he was little. And um, my mom worked later when I was in high school And, but, but our mom was like very eager to have all three of us daughters go and have careers and, you know, do something for ourselves. Mm -hmm. That was very much a part of the story that we were told. And, and, you know, mom, it's, it's actually really interesting to hear her now. And for us to have had all these conversations about almost like, especially over the past couple of years, the conversations with her ended up moving me to a place of actually feeling like I had permission to not do it all. I had like built up this whole thing of like, well, I'm going to be, I'm going to kind of live out mom's dream, Mm -hmm. you know, and, and I got to keep it all together and I got to figure out how to do it because I know everybody's looking at me like, what the heck are you doing? And why are you doing all this? And, and then it was finally like, oh, wow. Like I, I have permission to do it differently. Like I can, I can write a different story for myself. So, um, wow. so yeah, it's just kind of interesting. Anyway, huge. I had me thinking about that. Yeah, that's huge. And in general, mm-hmm. you just yeah. like, I think people just have to just be nicer to themselves and like allow that, right? Like yeah. whatever you want to do, yeah. like just, just mm-hmm. kind of, if you're, if you're lucky enough in a position, just do it. And Follow, yeah, like you said, I like, I like your analogy about mm-hmm. writing your own kind of story. I think that's mm-hmm. nails it. And let go of the shoulds. Yes. Exactly. Like Allison, yeah. you know, how you were saying, like someone somewhere is saying I should do yeah. this. Well, who cares? <laughs> you don't have, you know, it's your own, your own story. Uh, no, it's sometimes it's a lonely, it's a lonely world when you're just here with your kids the majority of the day and you're like, I'm just yelling at them all day. Like it's, it's very hard to like, take that moment to be like oh 
oh no like they're fine I'm doing great and like there is no one telling me what I should or shouldn't do you're absolutely right but I think there is that like flip side to just that especially I think coming from someone who was like driven to do something you know maybe it wasn't like the career I was in but it's hard to sometimes sit back and be like no this is it like this is what I have right now plus like you know a little bit of something else so it's Mm -hmm. it's just like a reckoning with that and I think I still think I'm early in on that like little personal journey of like being okay with it all mm-hmm. because honestly, like, you know, I, I don't know. I am. It's still like the kids are really young. Um, yeah. And then, so I'm still trying to kind of figure out like how I feel about it all. Like I know I couldn't mm-hmm. do the full-time work thing and have them. So like I'm doing what I know I need to do, but like there's mm-hmm. still a part of you that just like you did, like you did give up something. Like you have mm-hmm. to acknowledge that and like then you have to still, and then you have to be okay with that. And most days mm-hmm. I am, but some days are just harder than others in like feeling like you're doing something for yourself, you know? Yeah. And that's, oh, I think that's like mom parenting in general. Like it could be on mm-hmm. anything, but you know, just some days you're more vulnerable to it. Absolutely. That's so real. It's a roller coaster and it's different every day. And yeah. and as we said, it'll be different every season too. Um, but there's some, there's like some joy in that for me as I'm like, okay, you guys were saying it, it's a moment in time and it'll, it'll shift again and yeah, just continue ebbing and flowing with it. It's so fun to hear your story. Thank you both so much. This is awesome. Great. Awesome. Good luck with everyone. Uh, yeah, this is really good. Thanks for having this us. Is this good. is fun. And that wraps up our first Parents Perspective interview. Thank you so much to Chris and Allison for sharing your life and inspiring story with us all. For our listeners, if you like today's podcast, please subscribe to the cast on your favorite platform. And don't forget to share the cast with your friends or family you think who would enjoy the content. You can also learn more about us at reimagineambition.co or by following us on Instagram. Our handle is at reimagineambition. We'll see you next time. Mm -hmm.